Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio Theme, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. crazy little uh, technological day, I feel. Um, it's just going to be a crazy day. That's just how it's going to be for Wednesday, August 28th. Uh, oh, it's a big day. Um, I had some big news, and for some reason, my audience is continuously clapping on this other program. <laughs> it's so sorry it won't stop. But you're not hearing it for some reason. Well, maybe you are. I'm just going to stop it. And if you want... We can have a golf clap, a glass break, shotgun, why the hell not, that kind of movie. A cannabis kid and silver sister are not here yet. Um, they are all over the world spreading good cannabis love and cheer, so thank you kids for doing, doing your best. Um, <clears throat> what is the weather in Grand Island? Because here, let's see what it is. Uh, we got an 87 degrees. That's how we start Wednesday, Wednesday. Yay! All right. Well, um, I'm just going to get it out. I'm going to put it out there because I need all the thoughts and prayers I can get. And actually, I don't need them as much as my boy does. Uh, my, my dog, Sully, was diagnosed with lymphoma. Just found out last night. And so I'm probably not going to be my usual perky self, uh, or maybe not even as full of piss and vinegar right now as I should be. <laughs> but maybe I will be. See if we can pull it out. It's a hard thing to find out that with an animal because they can't talk necessarily. So got to be super present and watch what's going on. Um, we certainly are going to do our uh, Rick Simpson oil. Uh, and he's on it now. Uh, I think that's probably kept a lot of the stuff at bay, um, but he's had some challenges, uh, and um, we're going to probably do a stronger dose and, and see what we get with some other Western meds, and we'll see see what happens. So just please send some love out for Sully, and that's that. Um, <clears throat> so lots going on. Uh, first of all, thank you to Summer Weed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Woo, 
day we had yesterday. I think it's the biggest day we've had in eight years of business because the state of Arizona uh, has now extended your marijuana cards, <coughs> excuse me, for two years. That's right. Very magical moment. Um, sure was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was crazy. And it's going to be like that for a while because a lot of people have been waiting uh, for the state to lower their prices. And basically they did just that. Um Oh, my God, that's a big number. We had a lot of people in yesterday, and uh, we had a lot of people just come in for CBD and for information and to schedule future appointments. Um, I think we're booked through the weekend. We might have some Sunday appointments, maybe some Saturday appointments. I'm not quite sure, but I know that um, it is super busy down there. So we are guaranteeing walk-ins Monday through Friday. We have two doctors on hand, 10 to 6, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um we just have one doctor on staff, so it's best to make an appointment any day, but especially those days. Uh, so, yeah, come on down, because now the cards are valid for two years, which basically makes the price 75 bucks. <clears throat> and if you're on food stamps, it makes it $37.50. Um, that is just crazy. It really is. So come down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Uh, what's the weather out there, Silver Sister? And uh, we got our awesome new CBD line. Our tinctures, our very own tinctures, so come down and check those out. They're organic, and uh, it's just the isolate. We're carrying a CBD isolate. We have a great new product. We had a wonderful presentation last night, if anybody was able to attend. Um, we had a talk, um, 78 and Beautiful. Now you're just bragging. Now that's, that's where we need to be, 78 and Beautiful. Uh, we're, we're at 87. We're just backwards and a little gray and balmy, so <laughs> it's not so bad. Um, but we had a great presentation last night, and we've got a, a really uh, cool new product in uh, on the hemp line. Uh, it's a hemp tincture, so it's uh, it's not oil, well, it's not really oil. It's kind of watery, oily. I don't know what it is. It's uh, so it's the hemp hemp plant, less than 0.3% THC, and they. Um, found a way to make the whole plant into this liquid without heat and without chemicals. Uh, so yeah, it's still, you're getting every, you're, you didn't molecularly change any part of the plant. So you're getting everything. Um, it's really great. And you have to come down to check it out. Come see it. It's a little bit expensive, but it's very strong. You only need uh, two drops as a serving and that's for the whole day. Um, so it's just, it's supposed to be like actually juicing the plant, uh, which is, yeah, it's really great. So you're getting every terpene, every cannabinoid, and, um, you're not getting anything, um, changed molecularly, um, so there's no heat process and there are no chemicals. So there's, there's nothing bad coming out of it. It's just the plant in liquid form. They learned how to liquidate it. Liquidate it. Is that, right? Is that even right? Do you liquidate leaves? <laughs> well, they did. They liquidated hemp. Um, so you have to come check it out. Uh, and we have a lot of other things. We've got some great gummies. My favorite things are the relief toads. Um, and I love these <clears throat> little guys because... Green Roads makes these, I think. Is that, yeah, um, they're fantastic. They're super tiny. 
Uh, and you, they're 10 milligrams per tiny little coat. And they do provide a lot of relief. I needed to sleep last night, and I think I slept pretty okay. But I took probably like five or six toads and a bong hit before I went to bed. I think I had two bong hits Saturday. Um, oh. So, um, yeah, 40 gummies, 400 milligrams for, I think, $60. Um, they're great. They're just really convenient, and they're really easy to eat. And I actually like the flavor. The, some of the folks at Tumbleweed don't like the flavor, but I do. The gummy bears seem to just, they make a gummy bear too, which is also 10 milligrams, but it's the actual size of a gummy bear. And sometimes you don't want all that sugar, you know, maybe you just don't. And sometimes I don't want to take the oil. So I'll, these are just super convenient and easy to just chew on one of these. They're really seriously tiny, like the size of your pinky nail. Um, anyway, come down and check them out. This audience thing is, is so crazy. It's still not working. Um, okay, so come on down to Tumbleweeds. And if you want to check out our website, it's a plethora of great information. It's tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. So check it out. Um, right there on the homepage tells you a little bit about us, our hours, phone facts, all that good stuff, who we are, our staff. Um, the certification section is really important. I keep updating this every day because we get questions from patients every day and they're not answered on the website. So now they are. I put them up there. Um, I just put up yesterday again that we um, we give a veteran discount of $5 off, which is awesome. Um, we interpret for the deaf and hard of hearing for free, which is really awesome. Um, we do house calls, which is super awesome. If you or someone you know is just so sick and you can't get out, we'll come to you. There's a little extra fee for traveling our doctor your way, but uh, we try and make it reasonable. And we have some regulars that we do this for every year. Um, we've been doing it for probably, I think, three or four years now. It's been really great. Because um, And sometimes people just, they don't want to go out uh, in public. They just, you know, there's still a stigma. Um, and it's not, yeah, it's not a good one. Um, and we're trying to get rid of that, and we will. We're doing it. Okay, so you can check out the... Um, uh, certifications section and if you have one of these conditions uh, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma AIDS, chronic pain nausea, seizures including epilepsy uh, HIV, hep C, ALS Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe or persistent muscle spasms including multiple sclerosis or if you, or if just a, if just the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition causes any of the above symptoms, then you're allowed to get medical marijuana. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. And for anybody online out there, 
Um, there's a mobile app. Uh, I think you can download it and um, check it out. I, it's a little bit different. I had to set the the regular website up differently because of how the mobile app is. But um, you can book your appointment. You can um, call us. You can call the radio show. I hope someone can push that button out there because um, I put a button on the um, radio show. It says call us live, and you can do so right now at uh, 646-915-8421. Uh, also, we want to give some shout-outs to the Grower's House at 3635 East 34th Street right here in Tucson. I myself am thinking about um, getting some um, LED lights or whatever, whatever is groovious out there is going on. Uh, who knows? <clears throat> There's some really good lighting. I need to go in and talk to the guys because I want to try some indoor gardening, some like vegetables and maybe lots of strawberries. I love strawberries. They're really good for you. And um, I just want to start growing like my own food because I think it's a really good idea. It's clean. It's easy. It's cheaper. Uh, it's way more convenient than going to the grocery store. And, I mean, there's nothing more fun than, than you know, saying, mm, I think I'll have a salad for dinner. And then going to your own garden and grabbing a cucumber and some snap peas and some lettuce and some carrots and some cherry tomatoes and throwing them all on there. Some homemade ranch dressing. Sound like a big old hippie now, huh? And put your meat in it. All right. Anyway, um, give them a, a check out. If you go to the radio show, they're one of our main sponsors. Um, we have many. Two, we have two links here. Uh, one goes right to the grower's house. And here we go. 10% off the entire site. Woo-hoo. Go right there to growershouse.com. Um, and they've got some beautiful flowers growing right in front of your little face there. So uh, you can check out lights, nutrients. Um, you can win. Uh, you can, oh, wait, you got to put in an email. I think we did last time and I won. Um, let's see, you're always going to win something, but let's see what else I won because I need to remember this. We'll spin now. Here we go. Drum roll. See what we run. Uh, it's like, no whammy. Stop. And what do we get? Woo! Woo! $25 off. All right. Your coupon was sent. <clears throat> I seriously think I got $125 worth of coupons going on right now. So check, go do that. Uh, go to growershouse.com. That's really fun, and you'll get a coupon. I'm going to use that because I want to grow some, some fruits and vegetables. Um, our other sponsor that we have online, our one of our other supporters here, is uh, Can Health Online Digital Magazine. You can check them out right online. And here. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. There you go. Check it out. <clears throat> you don't have to go anywhere but where you are. Okay, so um, we had a guest on recently who's not in favor of this this initiative. We haven't finished reading it, so we're going to do just that. We're going to finish reading it. 
um, <clears throat> because there it's seemingly right now. I'm not. I'll just tell you right now. I'm not. I'm not such a fan of it. And um, it's uh, yeah. Doesn't matter what I think. You guys have your own opinions. That's just mine. Um, the most important thing is who cares what I think. Seriously, I'm I'm just one little jackass <laughs> on there smoking weed reporting news. <laughs> okay, she's back just for a minute. Um, but the most important thing is you read it entirely yourself. If you don't want to listen to me and my wonky reading, then read it yourself because um, I'm going to post it right on our blog right now so that you all can do that. It's important. Don't just take the 150 words that they're allowed to write and um, and and take it at face value. This is this is what happens in the world. We just take whatever anyone says is truth and face value, and we sign in really bad bills and initiatives. And we don't want to do that. We want something that is truly for the people, so that we can truly have as much medicine on hand as we need. What's with having an ounce? If we're allowed to grow, but we can only have an ounce, then, then we're already caught right there. We're already in trouble. There's already, you know, this, there's just things in this uh, initiative that um, we need to chat about before anybody votes for it. So let's keep reading. <clears throat> there was a summary, um, and we, were, we read through the 18 must-know facts, but let's see what else we got here. We are on page um, five, and let me look at um, what section we left off on uh, possession and personal use of marijuana, marijuana products, and marijuana paraphernalia. That's the section we left off on. So we were at um, B, notwithstanding any other law, a person with metabolites or components of marijuana in the person's body is guilty of violating section 28.1381 subsection A paragraph 3 only if the person is also impaired to the slightest degree. All right, let me see here. Um, <clears throat> and then notwithstanding C, notwithstanding any other law, the odor of marijuana or burnt marijuana does not constitute reasonable articulable suspicion of a crime. This subsection does not apply when a law enforcement officer is investigating whether a person has violated Section 28.1381. And here's the thing with these initiatives. You're going to have to go back and read, like Hans did um, and, and like we've done, read all these sections, and then you have to go back and refer to them to find out what they're even talking about. It's, they're really they're not so transparent. We need to find out what's going on here. So, okay. Um, 36-2853, violations and classification. Uh, A, notwithstanding any other law and except as otherwise provided in this chapter, a person who possesses an amount of marijuana in excess of the amount permitted pursuant to section 36-2825, but not more than two and a half ounces of marijuana of which not more than 12 and one half grams may be in the form of marijuana concentrate is guilty of a petty offense. So if you're uh, seed over the ounce that you're allotted and up to two and a half ounces, that's considered a petty offense. That's if you're 21 and over. B, notwithstanding any other law, a person who is under 21 of age and who possesses, consumes, transports, or transfer, uh, transfers without remuneration 
one ounce or less of marijuana, of which not more than five grams is in the form of marijuana concentrate or paraphernalia relating to the consumption of marijuana or marijuana products. One, for a first violation, shall pay a civil penalty of not more than $100 and shall be ordered to attend up to four hours of drug education or counseling. This is for folks under 21 that are busted selling weed or having it. Two, for a second violation, is guilty of a petty offense and shall be ordered to attend them to eight hours of drug education or counseling. Uh, three, for a third or subsequent violation, is guilty of a class one misdemeanor. So if you do it three times, all this turns to a misdemeanor. C, a person who smokes marijuana in a public place or open space is guilty of a petty offense. D, except as otherwise provided in Chapter 28.1 of this title and notwithstanding any other law, any licensed person who produces marijuana plants pursuant to Section 36-2852 where they are visible from public view without the use of binoculars, aircraft, or other optical aids, or outside of an enclosed area that is equipped with a lock or or other security device that prevents access by minors is guilty of one, for a first violation, a petty offense, two, for a second or subsequent violation, a class three misdemeanor, E, a person who is under 21 years of age and who misrepresents the person's age to any other person by means of a written instrument of identification or or who uses a fraudulent or false written instrument of identification with the intent to induce a person to sell or otherwise transfer marijuana or a marijuana product is guilty of one, for a first violation, a petty offense, and two, for a second uh, or subsequent violation, a class one misdemeanor, and F, um, a person who was under... 21 years of age and who solicits another person to purchase marijuana or a marijuana product in violation of this chapter is guilty of one, for a first violation, a petty offense, two, for a second or subsequent violation, a class three misdemeanor, G, in addition to any other penalty imposed by law except those provided in this section, an entity that advertises or facilitates the sale or delivery of marijuana or marijuana products or transports marijuana or marijuana products in a manner that is not authorized by this chapter or rules adopted by the Department of Health Services pursuant to this chapter shall pay an additional fine of not less than $20,000 per violation. This subsection may be enforced by the Attorney General. Yikes. All right, 36-2854, Administrative Authority, Department of Health Services. A, the Department of Health Services shall adopt rules to implement and enforce this chapter and regulate marijuana products, marijuana establishments, and marijuana testing facilities. Those rules shall include requirements for, one, licensing of marijuana establishments and marijuana testing facilities, including conducting investigations and background checks to determine the eligibility for licensing of marijuana establishments and marijuana testing facility applicants, except that, A, an application for a marijuana establishment license or marijuana testing facility license may not require the disclosure of the identity of a person who is entitled to a share 
of less than 10% of the profits of an applicant that is a publicly traded corporation. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. This is, no, I'm not going to, this is bullshit. That's what I'm going to say. Oh, my Lord. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. So, boy. <laughs> you guys aren't listening now. I just slammed on the brakes, and I hope you are. B, the department may not issue more than one marijuana establishment license for every 10 pharmacies that have registered under Section 32-1929, have obtained a pharmacy permit from the Arizona Board of Pharmacy and operate within the state. C, notwithstanding the the limitations set forth in subdivision B of this paragraph, the department may issue a marijuana establishment license to no more than two marijuana establishments per county that contains no registered nonprofit medical marijuana dispensaries or one marijuana establishment license per county that contains one registered nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary. Any license issued pursuant to the authority granted by the subdivision shall be for a fixed county and cannot be relocated outside that county. Okay, so you're taking all the rules and you're making them all up again. All right, excellent. <clears throat> the department shall accept D. <laughs> the department shall accept applications for marijuana establishment licenses from early applicants from January 19, 2021 until March 9, 2021. No later than 60 days after receiving an application pursuant to this subdivision, the department shall issue a marijuana establishment license to each qualified early applicant. If the department has not adopted final rules pursuant to this section at that time, uh, at the time that marijuana establishment licenses are issued pursuant to the subdivision, licenses shall comply with the rules adopted by the department to implement Chapter 28.1 of this title, except those that are inconsistent with this chapter. Oh, my God. E. Where's my drink? All right. All right, here we go. Hold on. E, (laughs) after issuing marijuana establishment licenses to qualified early applicants, the department shall issue marijuana establishment licenses by random selection. And according to rules adopted by the department pursuant to this section, at least 60 days prior to any random selection, the department shall... Uh, prominently publicize the random selection on its website and through other means of general distribution intended to reach as many interested parties as possible and shall as provide notice through an electronic mail notification system to which interested parties can subscribe. Two. Licensing fees and renewal fees for marijuana establishments and marijuana testing facilities in amounts that are reasonable and related to the actual cost of processing applications for licenses and renewals, and that in any event do not exceed five times the fees prescribed by the department for the registration or renewal of a nonprofit medical marijuana dispensary. Oh, my God. Three, the security of marijuana establishments and marijuana testing facilities. Four. Safe cultivation, processing, and manufacturing of marijuana and marijuana products by marijuana establishments. 
excuse me, five, <laughs> the tracking, testing, labeling, and packaging of marijuana and marijuana products, including requirements that marijuana and marijuana products be A, sold to consumers in clearly inconspicuously labeled containers that contain accurate warning regarding the use of marijuana or marijuana products, and B, <clears throat> placed in child-resistant packaging upon exit um, from a marijuana dispensary. Uh, six, acceptable forms of gover government-issued identification that be, may be accepted by a marijuana establishment as proof of a consumer's age and uh, procedures related to the verification of a consumer's age consistent with Section 4-241 until the Department of Health Services adopts final rules related to the verification of a consumer's age, a marijuana establishment that shall comply with Section 4-241. Um, <clears throat> seven, the potency of edible marijuana products that may be sold to consumers by marijuana establish establishments except that the rules, A, may not limit the strength of an edible marijuana product to less than 10 milligrams of THC per serving or 100 milligrams of THC per package. Uh, B, shall require that if a marijuana product contains more than one serving, it must be delineated or scored <clears throat> into standardized serving sizes and homogenized to ensure uniform disbursement throughout the marijuana product. Um, <clears throat> and eight, adopt rules necessary to ensure the health, safety, and training of employees of marijuana establishments and marijuana facilities, something they don't do now. Uh, but you know what we do now? I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking Do 
know about the science of marijuana? What you know about people suffering from glaucoma? They need it. They need it. It helps them with their condition. If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians. Thank your granddad for voting for that guy, Richard. Nixon is the president who made the plant illegal. But science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal. Alcohol and tobacco, pharmaceutical prisons. I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers. They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers. And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers. They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy. I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits and they don't want you to stop because of all the special interest. I call that getting swindled and pimp shit. I call that getting tricked by the government. That law's hella old. So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Listen, I just get into a groove and I'm like, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're back off. All right. So welcome back. We're reading the uh, what's called the Smart and Safe Act Initiative um, on air live now. Give a call, 646-915-8421. You can even go to the website, tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And I'm hoping that um, Silver Sister, try that out. Push the button on, go on your phone. And push the button and see if it really calls. I won't. I won't pick up. Oh, you already did. Dang it. Um, someone try it. <laughs> Call me from the website. Push the button. See if it works. I guess I could probably do it, but that might well, could be kind of scary. Anyway. At any rate, welcome back. And um, we're just reading the initiative. And if you have any thoughts or opinions, you can tune in actually um, live. You can go to the, the website. Tumbleweeds Health Center com. Check out the radio section, and there is a call us live button, and it does work. Look at that. We're calling into our own show. <laughs> we won't do that. That's kind of funny. Um, but if you want to call into the show, you can do that too. So I'm glad that works. I'm tr- learning this new website out, and it's it's not so bad. Um, but there there's more to learn and more to come. But check it out. It's a great website. Uh, it has the list of um, everything you can get your cannabis card for on the certification section right here in Arizona, which would be PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's. So whenever someone you know or love is starting to have all these experiences with, uh, you know, the forgetting and the irritation, the agitation is why it's called agitation of Alzheimer's because all sorts of stuff happens. Uh, 
uh, cachexia, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And um, <clears throat> you're cro- uh, eligible for a medical cannabis card. Uh, if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease, medical condition, or just a treatment. So if you're taking, you know, chemo that makes you nauseous or radiation or pills of some sort that make you sick or give you headaches or whatever, um, you can get your card for just that. It's pretty great. So check it out at Tumbleweeds. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical (laughs) cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. And, yep, your cards are now good for two whole years. I can't believe it. It's so sad saying, because usually we're like, okay, see you next year. And then now it's like, I was saying that, I'm like, oh, wait, no. We'll see you in two years. It's really weird. Um, We get used to seeing everybody every year. So what you will have to do, though, and we still will call you in a year to remind you and maybe get you in for an evaluation uh, because you will need um, to have your medical records updated because with the records that you had from us prior, they're only good for a year, I believe. Well, they're all, yeah, the state wants you to have records within 12 months, so ours will have been outdated by then. So you could either come see our doctor, um, bring in your medical records. You can have your records sent to us. Um, or um, any of those options. And right now, we've got a little special going on. If you check the Tucson Weekly, uh, it's just 239 or 164 if you happen to receive food stamps to get your card. Evaluations are $50, and right now, Monday through Friday, uh, we have two doctors on staff, so we are guaranteeing walk-ins to get you in there. And um, we have a $5 off your veteran uh, discount. Got to show your ID for that. We have an interpreter for deaf and hard of hearing people. If you know somebody that needs an interpreter and wants their card, we do that quite often. Walk-ins, like I said, guaranteed Monday through Friday. You might have to wait a bit on the weekends. And we accept cash credit or debit. Please, no split payments. It's too hard for the accountant. <laughs> uh, patients under 18, totally fine. You have to have two uh, visits, and you have to bring your medical records with you. So you bring your records, and then you see two of our doctors. <clears throat> There's a $200 caregiver fee. I'm hoping that that's going to last for the two years as well, because that would be fantastic. That really would be great. Uh, and then fingerprints are required, so I'm hoping they took all this into consideration. They're not going to make people do things twice uh, or, you know, every year for those kinds of things, caregivers and under-18 stuff. So. House calls, we do house calls for those who cannot or choose not to leave their house or facility. And it's it's the same price with a little bit of a travel fee, depending on where you are. And if you're bringing your paperwork from another office, we'll do that for $35. We'll process your paperwork. We'll take your picture and send it in and make sure it gets there correctly. We do have cannabis consultations um, for $50. It's a separate 15-minute consultation with one of our doctors. 
to discuss how to use your medicine safely. And then we do cannabis presentations. Uh, if you want an educational cannabis presentation tailored to your specific needs, just give us a call. And that's 520-838-4430. Of course, we do the radio show. We'll be updating the news now that uh, we had the August 27th date, uh, which was yesterday on. And um, events, we just had our um, Tuesday, our plant medicine chat. Now, ongoing, we are helping our neighbor, who is a chiropractor and a, a L.A. fitness instructor, uh, Miss Maria, is going to be down at Kennedy Park from 6.15 and 9.15 every Saturdays until November the 10th <clears throat> with free classes. Just bring a fitness mat, some water, a towel. She wants a couple lightweight, two and a five pound. Wear your sweats and get on down there for free. It's awesome. Saturday, this Saturday, uh, August 31st, we are going to be a part of a CBD 101 panel alongside Earth Healing and uh, Vicki uh, Pucci-Zavedra from Earth Healing and Heather Moroso of Moroso Medical Center. So we'll be chatting up about, it says, uh, join us as we talk <clears throat> through the process of growing and extracting CBD, explore its various beneficial uses, and discuss how CBD is making the entire cannabis industry more accessible to the general public. It's free. Um, they want you to RSVP. Under 21 with a family um, or guardian are totally welcome. There, There's a uh, link to the Facebook page and a link to the Eventbrite for your um, free tickets. And then we will be at Pride this year. Woo -woo. Very magical day. Um, September the 28th, 11 to 9 p.m., Tucson Pride Festival and Parade 2019. Food, drinks, and giveaways. Stop by our booth for free gifts and great information about the Arizona Medical Marijuana Program. We'll, of course, have our tinctures for sale and lots of CBD products and lots of really cool things. Tucson Pride for 2019 will be observing the 50th anniversary of Stonewall Riots, which marked the beginning of the LGBTQ rights movement in the United States. Following the success of 2018, this year's parade will return to its historical roots on Country Club Road and opening this year's festival on September 28, 2019. Tucson Pride in the Desert is in its 42nd year. Pride in the Desert is an all-day, all-ages festival which combines Entertainment consisting of booths, above booths. Yeah, there are a lot of booths, actually. Lots of them. Come visit all of them, but CRs especially. Both local and national artists with the exhibition of voluminous community resources and vendors serving the Tucson LGBTQ community and their straight allies. Last year's festival drew more than 4,300 attendees, 90 vendors and exhibitors, and 150 volunteers. All right. So that's where we will be uh, coming up. Okay, let's check it out. <clears throat> news. We were going to do a little bit of news. Let's see. We'll read a little bit more on um, our our bill as well. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Trump administration to increase federally approved cannabis growers. What is this about? The DEA needs more growers to assist in cannabis research. Oh, really? <laughs> good growers, not just growers. We want good growers. All right. The drug, I hate ads. 
The Drug Enforcement Administration announced on Monday that the agency would increase the number of growers approved by the government to cultivate cannabis for research. In a notice scheduled to be published in the Federal Register on Tuesday, the DEA provided information on applications to cultivate marijuana it has received since it announced in 2016 that it would increase the number of approved growers and said that it would create new regulations before accepting additional applications. Yeah, I bet those new regulations are what you can and can't have in it. Like, <laughs> I wonder if they had, like, the miracle Grow, which they make organic now, but they probably had, like, the miracle Grow growers, and they probably had buds the size of, like, watermelons. How awesome would that be? Like, dude, send that bud in. That one? Yeah, just the one. <laughs> that would be fantastic. All right. Uh, DEA is making progress in the program to register additional marijuana growers for federally authorized um, research and will work with other relevant federal agencies to expedite the necessary next steps. Uh, the DEA <clears throat> acting administrator, Udom Dillon, said in a press release, uh, currently the University of Mississippi is the only federally approved source of cannabis for scientific research, but researchers have long complained that the marijuana grown by the university is of poor quality and not representative of the cannabis widely available in states with legal pot. Well, that's true. It's probably really, really, really bad weed. <laughs> um, they, need, they need more weed, but they're probably going to get you know, really good organic stuff. Okay. Samples provided by the facility often contain seeds and stems, and some have been moldy and unfit for use. Okay, see, that's the problem we're trying to get rid of is um, bad, bad, bad weed. Do not want bad weed out there because it can kill you. Well, no, it can't kill you. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe not the weed itself, but, you know, maybe the chemicals and the pesticides. And That's what they pulled all that stuff off the shelf in Colorado when it first started because they realized that when you heated some of this stuff, it was turning into uh, carcinogens and not you weren't doing well with it. All right. It says... <clears throat> Although the agency hasn't yet added new cultivators to authorize to grow marijuana, the total number of individuals registered to DEA by, uh, to conduct research with marijuana, marijuana extracts, derivatives, and Delta 9 THC has increased by more than 40% from 384 in January of 2017 to 542 in January of 2019. Production quotas for cannabis have also more than doubled each of the last two years. We support additional research into marijuana and its components, and we believe registering more growers will result in researchers having access to a wider variety uh, for study, Dylan said. Uh, Attorney General William Barr indicated that making progress on applications to cultivate cannabis for research is supported by the Trump administration. I am pleased that the DEA is moving forward with its review of applications for those who seek to grow marijuana legally to support research, said Barr. The Department of Justice will continue to work with our colleagues at the Department of Health and Human Services and across the administration to improve research opportunities wherever we can. Although the notice from the DEA promises further action, it simultaneously buys the agency more time while declining to provide a timeline for further progress. Before making decisions on these pending applications, DEA intends to propose new regulations that will govern the marijuana grower program for scientific and medical research, the release, uh, the release adds. Uh, 
The new rules will help ensure DEA can evaluate the applications under the applicable legal standard and conform the program to relevant laws. To ensure transparency and public participation, this process will provide applicants and the general public with an opportunity to comment on the regulations that should govern the program of growing marijuana for scientific and medical research. Well, that's pretty awesome. You get a say in it. The DEA also noted that with the legalization of hemp in the 2018 Farm Bill, applications from those wishing to grow the crop are no longer required by the federal government. Well, that's interesting. So there you go. Uh, they're going to get more growers. I think they're going to get better growers. I think they're going to get consistent growers. Um, because for scientific research, you know, you want someone like, it would be really awesome if they let me do it. <laughs> I have a little specialty I like to grow sometimes. But <clears throat> you got to do it legal. So unfortunately, you have to live in this state 25 miles away from a dispensary at this moment to grow marijuana, which I do not. There you have it. But that's awesome if we just add more of that in there. All right, let's see. Look, look and see what time it is. Weed Stay Wednesday for everyone just tuning in here. Um, all right, let's read a little bit more of the initiative so that we can just get through it. There's a lot. We're on. We are on page uh, six of sixteen right now. Okay, so. Um, the traffic. Uh, the tracking. We're on five. No four. The Safe Cultivation, Processing, and Manufacturing of Marijuana uh, <clears throat> and Marijuana Products by Marijuana Establishments. So this, this is talking about what um, the, this uh, initiative is going to allow. My bearded dragon is just starting to cruise all over the place. Hi, buddy. Hi, little man. All right. Five, the tracking, testing, labeling, and packaging of marijuana and marijuana products, including requirements that Marijuana and marijuana products be A, sold to consumers in clearly and conspicuously labeled containers that contain accurate warnings uh, regarding the use of marijuana or marijuana products. B, placed in child-resistant packaging upon exit from a marijuana establishment. And you already know, like way up at the top, it said, first couple of pages, that they will not be allowed to have anything sold that looks like anything a kid would ever want to put its hands on. So I'm not really sure what they're going to allow because children will put their hands on anything and we mean anything. It doesn't matter what you're going to not sell chocolate bars anymore or brownies or barbecue sauce. I mean, I don't know what they're going to allow, but it's, it's, it's weird. There's some companies right now that make these um, little gelatin squares that you can get. They're like 15 milligram squares. Um, And technically, you are supposed to be able to um, cut that square up into pieces and know that you're getting, you know, if we cut it into four, you're going to get four and a half milligrams or four to five milligrams in each little square or whatever that is. The math is on that. I'm, I'm, I'm bad at math there. I just, I just can't do almost 17 milligrams in a 15 milligram square. Look at that. <laughs> it's magic over here. So don't listen to me. But you divide it up supposed to be the same and they're saying here that in their product it's going to be that way but kids will eat anything so this is is interesting this is all all this wording's wishy-washy here um six and i'm just rereading a couple of things that we've read it's okay 
acceptable forms of government-issued identification that may be accepted by a marijuana establishment as proof of a consumer's age and procedures related to the verification of a consumer's age consistent with Section 4-241 until the Department of Health Services adopts final rules related to the verification of a consumer's age and marijuana establishment shall comply with Section 4-241. Seven. Oh, and here's the potency for those who missed it earlier. Uh, the potency of edible marijuana products that may be sold to consumers by marijuana establishments, except that the rules a may not limit the strength of an edible marijuana product to less than 10 milligrams of THC per serving or 100 milligrams of THC per package. B shall require that if a marijuana product contains more than one serving, it must be delineated or scored into standard uh, serving sizes and homogenized to ensure uniform disbursement throughout the marijuana product, which is something that we don't have that assurance with a lot of things um, right now. Eight, adopt rules necessary to ensure the health, safety, and training of employees for marijuana establishments and marijuana testing facilities. Because right now, when you go into some of those marijuana dispensaries, and you talk to the person behind the counter, and they're like, oh, yeah, just eat half the candy bar, man. And you're like, yeah, because that'll push, put you down. <laughs> I'd put me down half a candy bar. Some of those candy bars are like 100 milligrams. They're crazy. Yeah, be careful. We say start with a half a milligram to one milligram and go from there and see how you do. All right. Um, B, the Department of Health Services may... One, subject of Title 41, Chapter 6, Article de, uh, 10, deny any application submitted or deny, suspend or revoke in whole or in, or in part any registration or license issued under this chapter if the registered or licensed party or its officer, agent, or employee of the registered or licensed party does any of the following. A, violates this chapter or any rule adopted pursuant to this chapter, B, has been, is, or may continue to be in substantial violation of the requirements for licensing or registration, and as a result, the health or safety of the general public is in immediate danger, two, subject to Title 41, Chapter 6, Article 10, and unless otherwise, uh, unless another penalty is provided elsewhere in this chapter, assess a civil penalty against a person that violates this chapter, or any rule adopted pursuant to this chapter in an amount not to exceed $1,000 for each violation. Each day a violation occurs constitutes a separate violation. The maximum amount of any assessment is $25,000 for any 30-day period. In determining the amount of a civil penalty assessed against a person, the department shall consider all of the factors set forth in Section 36-20, 816 subsection H. All civil penalties collected by the department pursuant to this subsection shall be deposited into the Smart and Safe Arizona Fund established pursuant to section 36-2856. Three, at any time during regular hours of operation, visit and inspect a marijuana establishment, marijuana testing facility, or dual license to determine if it complies with this chapter and rules adopted pursuant to this chapter, the department shall make at least one unannounced visit annually to each facility licensed pursuant to this chapter. Um, what? <laughs> 
Four, adopt any other rules not expressly stated in this section that are necessary to ensure the safe and responsible cultivation, sale, processing, manufacture, testing, and transport of marijuana and marijuana products. C, until the Department of Health Services adopts rules permitting and regulating the delivery, delivery is unlawful under this chapter. D, on or after January 20. Uh, January 1st, 2023, the Department of Health Services may adopt rules to permit and regulate delivery. Those rules shall include. So, wow, 2023, that's four years from now that they would allow delivering of marijuana after this is really, I'm hoping you guys are listening and even more so, I'm going to print this out and read it again and mark it up, but I hope you're going to do the same thing because there's a lot going on in here. Um So this is, here we go, C, D. Okay, here's what the rules will include. One, requirements that delivery and the marijuana and marijuana products to be delivered originate from a designated retail location of a marijuana establishment and only after an order is made with the marijuana establishment by a consumer. Two, a prohibition on delivery to any property owned or leased by the United States, the state, a political subdivision of the state, or the Arizona Board of Regents. Three, a limitation on the number of consumers to whom deliveries may be made in a single trip from the designated retail location of marijuana establishment. Four, a prohibition on extra or unallocated marijuana or marijuana products and delivery vehicles. Five, requirements that delivery made uh, be made only by marijuana facility agents in unmarked vehicles that are equipped with a global positioning system or similar location tracking system and video surveillance and recording equipment and that contain a locked compartment in which marijuana and marijuana products must be stored. Six, requirements for delivery logs necessary to ensure compliance with the subsection. Seven, any other rules necessary to ensure... <laughs> safe and restricted delivery. So they're saying in in all this, they've they've allotted a number in each of their sections and subsections that they will will just make up whatever rule we deem necessary at the time when we need to do it. Okay. Um, Yeah, that was seven. So E, all rules adopted by the Department of Health Services pursuant to the authority granted by this section shall be consistent with the purpose of this chapter. Oh, my word. Okay, here we go. All right. Well, folks, um, we're going to leave it at that and say thank you so, 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 so much for tuning in to Wednesday, Wednesday, today, each and every day. Um, thank you, Tumbleweed Health Center. As always, Studio C, Cannabis Kid, and Silver Sister, we miss you, and we hope that you'll be back um, very soon, both of you. Be safe out in our cannabis world. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in each and every week. We love having you here. The most important thing is to remember to be smart, be safe, and educate. And please send out some prayers from my boy.
Have an awesome day, everybody. Ha <laughs> ha.